Welcome everybody, welcome everybody who's listening, who's tuning in and <laughs> who's ready for some new juice. Uh, I'm Ava and I'm your host and before we start this show I want to let you know there are several ways to give back. Before we receive we also make a commitment to give back either way you give back to yourself or you give back to the community or you give back to me now by giving back to yourself is basically applying what resonates with you what is your truth together with what is shared and working on yourself just evolving right evolving second giving back to the community if you already are aware of this truth within you and you find truths within what is shared then continue sharing it you can share by subscribing and then sharing on the social media platforms all of the links is below as well as on my webpage where you can share my webpage information or just simply share what parts of the these episodes work with you and how they work with you on a personal level that way people can understand it more thoroughly and more deeply and we can continue on spreading the ripple effects the waves on the water and let the sunshine hit where the shadows is hiding now to the third part by giving back to me uh you can do this by easily subscribing like i said through my web page but also of course sharing like i told you and then most importantly if you wish to donate you can donate because i do this on a freely basis purely because i love it but i also do want to make sure that i can stabilize an income and so if you want to contribute to that which makes me grow which makes you grow which makes everybody grow then you can do that through the donate button or the donate link and you'll find that too in the description box and you easily donate any amount to my PayPal account so thank you for doing that as well now let's get on to the show let's get on to the juice let's get on to what is cooking enjoy this episode bless Blessings, beloved. So I am now broadcasting something that I recorded in, I think it was September or October last year, actually. And <laughs> there will be a lot of cursing. <laughs> so it's explicit material here. Um, but I figured that this is the time to broadcast this because, because it talks a lot about how to change history or to prevent history from repeating itself to actually not create more history whatsoever and uh, because of course as some of you already know hopefully all of you to be in the now is the ultimate goal right there is no goal really but to be present to be in the moment and to still maintain full equilibrium where it comes to planning in the future and reminiscing or at least memories of the past that you can be fond of so yeah i want to talk so much about this but with that being said there's already a lot on the table and you will find that out by listening to this podcast also 
we'll talk about, of course, my one of my favorite subjects, which is karma, and another one of my favorite subjects, which is dream, dream state, and dreaming in real life, lucid dreaming, and just the reality and the dream interwoven as it is. Sorry. Okay, guys, I'm like driving here to pick up my son. <laughs> There's a weekend coming up. And I will tell you this. It's almost like all of this time before the shift, the virus, whatever they call it these days, started to uh, happen, started to take full action. I recorded a lot of stuff that I just felt wasn't right to put out then because there was no resonance in the surroundings. And now I'm finding that much of that which I have not yet publicized is fully ripe and able to be in publicity now. And also I've never actually been as busy as I am during these times in a good way, in a very good way. I feel productive, I feel aligned, I feel right where I'm supposed to be, right how I'm supposed to be, and exactly what I am doing is that which I'm supposed to do. And with that being said, I can also look into the past and see how without even knowing but yet with an underlying tone of knowing as in faith. I was creating my future now. And this is what I want you to take with you as you step into this realm of dreams and history and future and karma and privilege. Because that's what we talk about is privilege. We have the privilege to do something about our day and age. We have the privilege to say yes or say no we have the privilege to live to breathe to have each golden moment and opportunity to make the best out of it and I want to take this moment to really instill that within you that whatever is seemingly impossible at this moment is actually very much possible in another you just got to keep on having the faith and keep on doing what you're doing. And it will be exactly, exactly how it is supposed to be. So don't lose faith, you guys. Don't lose hope. And with that, I leave you to this beautiful, however, very, <laughs> very full of expression marks and, and explicit language. It's beautiful pod much love and much gratitude for you listening to me and also remember to tune in to my news you find that in my subscription link that I post below and there you can subscribe and get my newsletter and also of course there you will find out more about what's up because this summer I'll be holding two courses two summer courses that is called the homecoming program which will enable you to fully step into your power to return to your center to your home and to be that which you are to be that who you are and to be exactly 
how you are. More about that on my website. Much love, much gratitude, and eternal wisdom to you, my favorite ones. Kisses. Bye. We're so fucking privileged here, you know? We're so fucking privileged. Nothing has really changed since, um, <laughs> since ever. Uh, <laughs> Uh, because the history repeats itself, right? The history wants to speak about itself. The history wants to keep itself and maintain itself and be itself. The hist- history doesn't want to break itself. The history wa- doesn't want to, um, you know, release itself. And it 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 goes its, against its own nature to not repeat itself, right? That's the whole purpose of history is for it to repeat itself. Now, um, we're so fucking privileged. That was a, that was exactly what I was about to say. We're so fucking privileged. We're so fucking privileged that we can afford, we can afford to uh, be distracted. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, I mean that we can afford to be distracted, distracted to the point where we are ignorant and we still today, like, live in... You know, with good circumstances, we still have um, enough food on our table. We still have enough. Uh, we still have shelter. We still have homes. We still are able to pay our bills, and uh, we don't really wake up to see uh, the key point, the pivotal point in this is that what bills are you really paying? What food are you really eating? What home are you really buying and investing in? And also, what distractions is there for you to keep your focus on something else than what is truly important now? It's inevitable to say that we are a dying species. Human race is a dying species. We're going to die off. We're going to be extinct. And that has happened before. It has happened before so many times. It is even written in numerous accounts of uh, holy scriptures and uh, old paradigm uh, writings, right? Even in the ancient Sumerian texts that comes from stone tablets, like even, even in the programming of the deepest history of earth lies the story of extinctions of our extinction, of Armageddon. That's the story, and it keeps on repeating itself because like a song that I listen to, it says, the devil learns from your mistakes even if you don't. Now, the benefit of that is not to your benefit. It's to the benefit of history itself because it becomes its own entity, it becomes its own ruler. We give it power the moment, the second we allow it to rule us. The moment, the second, we step away from our truth, which is the now, and say, well, this happened, and this happened, and this is the way the world works based upon experience. We know nothing of the world. We don't, we don't even know a fuck about the world. Like, we don't, <laughs> I love that word. No, we don't really, we don't really know anything about the world because we don't really know anything about ourselves. We have no fucking clue. Even when we say that it's all love, like I used to say it's all love. Yeah, like I said in the other pod, you know, it, 
like I said, like God is God is God. God is everywhere. You know, God cannot be contaminated. But there is so many different outputs and outlets of God and streams of God and inversions of God, or not God itself, but like, well, ah, uh, this is kind of difficult to explain each time. But I feel like I have to because we're new people listening uh, every time. Um, so. You know, the second something separates itself or believes itself to be separate from God, it is its own entity in a way. It is its own enterprise, even, and even groups in that way is their own entity and their own enterprise or egregore even. So, so that can be contaminated because it already is. The second, we believe ourselves to be separate from God, we are in a way not completely pure we are in a way not completely complete or whole so in that way you know everything is a little bit muddy um but like i said in, in before everything can also be you know less muddy or more muddy and or less filtered and more unfiltered and i remember when i started out like speaking up uh, I said I said that I crave it raw and I crave it unfiltered. Uh, what I meant by that is not that I want to like drink the juice with the dirt in it. Is that I want it? I want I want it to be God. I want it to be God, and it can really never be God because everything here that we see is distortion. Although it always is God. So history itself is not God. It's an entity formed through God from God history itself is in a way God teaching us by allowing history to be but it's it's not um, it's not beneficial not smart to um, basically let it rule over us again and again and again and again and, and bringing up the same stories to the surface bringing up the same stories bringing up the same reasons even up bringing up the same characters like listen we have we have the hero character in so many different ways we have the superhero and the, the glorious uh the saving child like we have all of the i don't i don't even want to go into it like all of these children all of these uh women all of these men that are iconified for a purpose for a greater whole that's bullshit as bullshit because the second we start to iconify and identify uh, a movement um, a theory um, an enterprise with a person we lose the respect and uh, the compassion and the actual humane uh, context of it all within it when we start to uh, well iconify because we we do uh, objectify them then they they stand as a symbol for something that we uh, feel is more important than the person itself now don't you think that's pretty disrespectful don't you think that's that's not so cool right it's not cool right like Marilyn Monroe she was the icon for like sensual female power now what the fuck do you think that did to her like what did I do to her like where did she end up she ended up in the ruts, in the gutter, like, drugged. Why? She couldn't stand the pressure. What pressure? Well, the pressure of society to live up to a, a concept 
of that movement, which was she wasn't the only one embodying that movement, and she never has been. There have always been several versions of the Marilyn Monroe effect, so to say. Just as there were several versions of the Greta Thunberg effect, and several versions of, you know, the Harry Potter effect, and several versions of the... <sighs> I don't even want to mention his name. Let's not. Let's say something else. Um, well, the president of America effect. All right, let's go there. Uh, because, because we want it to be. Because we need those characters to maintain the story. Because the moment we step out of the story, the moment we step out of the effects of history as well. And the effects of history is karma. That's karma. Now, do we want that to continue? No. We really don't. Well, some people do because they like it to be that way but I can't I can't I just can't it's not it's not within my nature I didn't come here to do it yet I keep on experiencing some parts of it because (laughs) it's good to remember how fucking thick the plot is it's good to remember how thick the concepts are and how thickly and sickly ingrained they are within us and how important it is to actually maintain a cool in this very heated discussion about life and death and Armageddon. Therefore, it's also good to know, and this is a big fucking mirror for me to see as well, it's also good to know that the second we find, um, you know... Okay, sometimes I get the feeling of deja vu, Right? It's like a glitch in the Matrix. It's like a wake-up call. You're like, bing, this has happened before. Ding, this version is, is happening before. Well, yes, there, we are in the past already. We're always in the past. Like, Even when we're in the now, even when we believe ourselves to be in the now, we're still in the past. Uh, sounds tricky, I know, but it really is just the, the way that perception works and the way that the world works. Um, but uh, let's say like this, we're not always, uh, we, we, we rarely do believe that we're in the past, right? Not many of us believe that we are in the past. And some people of us uh, have have woken up to realize that we are so much in the past that we are actually living the history of generations back and hopefully no more generations to come but we'll we will see the result this is like a soccer game you know we'll see who wins um but the fact is that the moment that you get a glitch, the moment that you get a deja vu, the moment that you get a hint that something has happened before, or even when you get details, when you meet somebody that carries the same name of somebody else, or uh, you meet somebody that uh, carries the same um, features as somebody else, or you meet somebody that carries the same characteristics as somebody else, or if you're in a job situation that is similar to the one that you've been before, it has very much similar uh, connections and uh, similar ideas about the way that you're going to, you know, be be used, your service is going to be used, or very much um, 
let's say, similar rhythm to the day, you know, these kind of things. Also, same with the housing. If, if, you, live, if you live in a place, if you, if you move, and you find your place, you find your way living, <laughs> you find that you are living in a place that just truly uh, feels or looks or reminds you a lot about where you've lived before. You know, it can be whatever, your childhood, memory, or just recent past, you know. Still, that thing... That thing, that remembrance, that's not true remembrance of who you are, but it can be a shortcut to it. Because the second you recognize that that is a deja vu or a repetitive system or repetitive um, detail, then you can rise out of it. And in that way, you can become more remembrant of who you truly are and what you are here for. Because we're wasting our time. Let me tell you, we're wasting our time just living as if nothing is happening. We are so fucking privileged that we are ignorant. Like I say again, I, I'm gonna say it again. We're so fucking privileged that we are ignorant. And I'm not saying that only that we're privileged because of the benefits of money or the benefits of certain kind of class or the benefits of certain regions in the world. That too is privilege, right? But that's not the privilege I'm talking about. I'm talking about the privilege of life. We are privileged with life. And still, we use it to suffer. And still, we use it to repeat the same patterns over and over and over again. And still, we use it to be ignorant and not uh, look within ourselves and see and recognize what is really going on. And still, we use it to, to, to benefit uh, something that we believe is bigger than us, but is really not bigger than us. It just makes us look smaller. Let me tell you again. Still, we use it, this escape, the life. We use life to escape the fact that we think that we benefit something that is bigger than us, but really it just makes us smaller. It just makes us smaller. It just makes our power diminish. And that's the thing, you know? That's the thing. Like, society is not benefiting you or your children or your parents or your evolution. It's not. So why are you benefiting it? Why are you feeding that machine? For about 10 years now, I've been doing the littlest I can, uh, the smallest impact I can. Uh, no, let me, let me tell you again. For about... Well, almost my entire life, but at least 13, 14, 14 to 13 years, I've been doing the very best to not benefit society unless it benefits me directly. And it might sound freaking selfish, but let me tell you, that is something that we need. That awareness of what we need. We cannot walk around and think that everything is perfectly fine as it is because it isn't. It isn't. For us to move collectively into a new consciousness, for us to move collectively into a state of awareness, we need to first be aware and conscious. We cannot, we cannot imagine ourselves to be conscious or imagine ourselves to be free when we're not. We have to make it happen. Obviously, you know, you, can't, you cannot walk around as a slave and just dream about being free without doing anything about it. Like you have to make an effort about it. If you accept something like, oh, I won the lottery, I'm a slave, right? Like, yeah, it's not easy. 
of course, it's very difficult things to work with. Like, what do you think people are working with, like, in other parts of the world where they don't even have fucking podcasts? (laughs) They don't even know what a podcast is. Like... They're like struggling for their life to get like pure water. <laughs> like they don't have time to talk about these kind of shitty things, right? But we do. We do. That's why I'm mean. We're privileged. We do. We have the power in the society where, let me tell you, there's still white supremacy. It's not something we can hide from. There's still white fucking supremacy. And I am white. So I'm saying this so we can get clear with it because it's just ignorant as fuck to believe anything else. And there's still male supremacy. There is. That's why the feminists are fighting back. They're fighting back and they're struggling. (laughs) They're struggling because they're just going about it the whole fucking wrong way. They're trying to take back their own power by imagining themselves to be men. It's the same thing like what I said about Uh, slaves trying to imagine themselves being free you can't do that you have to embody what you have have gotten not that you're a slave but to embody that this is what I get to work with now let's make the best of it because I know there's so much more to it than the lottery of this character that I have been given in this life right there's so much more you can expand it's like you you're given a canvas in life, when you're born, you're given a canvas. And sometimes that canvas has a little bit of ancestral stains. Sometimes that canvas, or, or a lot of times, the canvas has a little bit of um, societal stains and an imprints. And, and that kind of makes an, an image itself before you've even given the chance to uh, start to paint on your canvas, right? So you you still don't have like full like white space to work with. You're stuck like it's not a clean slate, right? But you can make it a clean slate. You can make it that. And first you have to realize that that's what's underneath. If you look at the canvas and you see that there's stains on it, there's still white canvases. <laughs> white can- there's still a clean slate underneath. And the only way to make it clean is to know how to remove the stains before you paint. You can't you can't just paint on top of it. Either you blend the stains with the canvas or you remove the stains with some kind of color remover. Because yes, that exists too. Just like there exists um, methods to clean your DNA. Methods to clean your karma. Methods to rearrange your belief systems. Methods to unprogram and deprogram various forms of uh, mindfuckery and, and mental slavery and and emotional slavery and loops that we're caught in. And it's not easy. That's why we need each other. We need each other to tell ourselves to wake the fuck up each fucking day until we are awake. Simple as that. And we can't just walk around believing that everything is okay. Because if it is okay for you, if everything is okay for you, that means that you're not interested in investing your energy into what you want to do. That means that's a false sense of acceptance. That's kind of like giving up. It is. And I'm saying that with love and compassion because I've been there too. (laughs) Ooh, 
Ooh, I've been very complacent. That's what it's called, complacent. Ooh, and it's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling. It's like it's like you open the fridge and you're like, oh, what's for dinner? Oh, it's pea soup again and 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 again. You know, the difference here is the state of being. Because the state of being, when you open up the fridge and you get pea soup every single uh, evening, you can either be like, oh, I get this again. Oh, okay, whatever. This is the way life is. Okay, I'll just eat it. You know, nothing's ever going to change. I will always get pea soup. That's a mental slavery. That a mental. That's mental slavery. That's you uh, uh, believing because of what has happened in the past. The history will repeat itself, and sure enough, it does every single day. Now you can also know that history can change, but you will have to give it some time because things are not happening always instantly. Because it it has a ripple effect. Sometimes things happen instantly because they have to. And also because we want them so bad to happen instantly. So, you open up the fridge. There's pea soup again. And you're like, ah, I know this is going to change. Like, you just know it's going to change. Like, you just know that this is not okay. You have to do something about it, right? It's like, this cannot continue on. (laughs) I love pea soup, but I'm so sick of it. So, we have to change it. We have to change it up and I'm going to make it happen and I'll figure out a way. And first of all, I'll just have a conversation that is open and honest with myself and with God. I'll just say, hey, thank you for the pea soup, but I've had enough of it. I'm done and I've learned the lesson of the pea soup and please can we move on? I want something more flavorable, something that tastes different, look different, feels different, something that enriches and nourishes me on a whole different level than this soup does. Okay, I'm doing the food analogy again (laughs) because it's easy for me to draw that because everybody eats, right? So we can make a change. We can make a difference. We have to first realize how fucking privileged we are and to use that privilege to our advantage, to our benefit and not be ignorant and throw it away. It's simple. It's really simple, even though it's complex. (sighs) I come to these realizations, really, the moment I feel also that there's some kind of illusion behind it. And I don't feel right about it, 100%. I start to question it to a point where I get confused because... The feeling says something, you know, like when you're in a dream and everything looks like candy and cotton candy and you keep on eating and it tastes really good. And then suddenly you start to wake up to the fact that that's a dream. It's a dream. You're not really eating anything and it's not really all good because why is it put here? And and what, and, and what way does it affect you? Does it, is it a distraction from your true purpose or is it an enhancement to to the benefit of you like does it does it give you an advantage and an advantage point in life and we have to take a step back and witness what's going on within the dream 
with an illusionary spiel. Because everything, this is a dream, and you are the dreamer and the dream at the same time. But mainly, you came here to perceive yourself through the dreamer's eyes as a dream. Now, either you can just be a witness, a witness, a witness, a witness, and that's cool too. That's cool. That's the, you know, neutrality point as well, right? So I think that's good to have that in the back of it all. But I also think it's really good to be engaged because that's when we start to date, to, to, to have lucid dreams. And lucid dreams is when you actually are aware that you're dreaming within a dream. And so you're lucid. And suddenly you start to feel this rush, the sense of liberation, the sense of empowerment, and this sense of anything is possible. Everything is limitless. And yes, it is. If you step out of the fact that you're dreaming and realize that you are dreaming, but you're still dreaming within the dream, then you are the empowered dreamer. Now, the empowered dreamer is the one who can actually create things purely by dreaming them into being. So, then it's important to take a check list with you when you go into your own brain and see what's going on in there and see if you have some kind of settings, default settings in your mechanisms in your brain uh, that, that clutches you, clutches onto you and brings you back into the non-aware dreaming state or back into body because sometimes when we have lucid dreams after a while we wake up right and we don't want to wake up because we feel liberated and so empowered and so realized right and actualized um but it doesn't really become actualized until we bring it forward into life now sometimes i have these dreamings you know People talk about sleep paralysis, and there is such a thing. And I don't want to go deep into it because there is so many different versions of it, and there is so many different. Um, I mean, there's sleep. There's sleep paralysis with a good intent and with a bad intent, right? There's sleep paralysis when you're in fear and when you're empowered. When I am in sleep paralysis these days, I can be in sleep paralysis for several, like I can be almost an hour. Like it's it's a long time. I can hear things and see things happen and I can still be awake and aware and engaged within what's going on. Um, and I know that I can move my body because I can, I control the body but at the same time, I put the body in, a, in an automatic state where it actually heals itself and the people in the surrounding. Also, the, all the other vortexes in my vortex is getting healed by me being the healer within the, that wakened dream. Um, and in that sense, I can also uh, go so deep into my settings and the settings of others that I can actually redirect that energy or see how it actually redirects itself because I don't really direct anything by waking up to the fact that we are dreaming and when we become lucid in the dream we become engaged 
automatically. And so everything within our existence, within our being becomes engaged as well. That's when we wake up to our privilege and use it for the benefit of ourselves. In my story, my story that I'm willing to let go of uh, is the fact that I've been fearing to engage in myself fully and in all honesty due to the fear of <laughs> it's like a double fear due to due to the fear of uh not being uh, liked being dismissed or being dishonored and um ridiculed and this is one of the themes that I've been working with for a long time and I think a lot of you have as well like this is not uncommon especially for us uh who are um well coming in from different directions <laughs> on and off earth on and off time on and off space um and that story has been repeating itself too it's been a part of my karma and and I just realized that when somebody told me it's like what if this haunting to get rid of karma in this way through others is your karma as well and I was like whoa and then I and then you know eventually it has dawned upon me that um the more that I indulge myself in the idea of that everything is fine and nothing is really imbalanced and everything is perfect, you know. Uh, it, it's a fine line between acceptance and perfection, right? Um, I can still accept that things are the way they are, but I don't have to like them. I don't have to uh, conform to them and I don't have to change for them. I don't have to change myself in order for it to be fine, right? Because with acceptance of the state of being, you also have to accept what is within you and within yourself and how you are and how you can express yourself in the world and in getting your soul shine bright as... <laughs> I don't know if I have it. <laughs> Bright as fuck. <laughs> Well, because uh, I'm laughing because <laughs> never mind. Uh, you can call me neurotic if you will. Um, but the point here is that what is the point? The point here. The point here is that I I erase that history from repeating itself I acknowledge it and by acknowledging it uh, and the acknowledgement is that um well my mind and my heart sometimes my heart as well has been completely convinced and convinced being convinced means having a conviction right having conviction what this a convicted felon right convicted it's a judgment it's a judgment that is placed you have Put a judgment, what is right and wrong, what is best and not best, right? And so um, I have 
I have been completely convinced several times that I have followed the truth path, and it has involved other people, usually groups or group um, energies, uh, collective buses, so to say, I've been on, or just a carpool, <laughs> if you listen to the other pod. Um, but I have, you know, eventually uh, come to realize that that wasn't the best interest for me, that wasn't the best for me. And the reason why I've stayed and the reason why I haven't uh, said no from the beginning uh, or said no when it was dissonant right away was because that story, that line, that phrase, that fear came out of the other stories that was in the past. And the other stories was the fact that each time I said no, the effect of it was uh, great. Like, not great as in, wow, this is awesome. But in a way, it's like, wow, is this for real? Um, because the reaction has been very harsh and a lot of people... Um, well, it's been a lot of severing of ties, let's just say that. Um, and the fear of not wanting to experience that again creates that itself. So by me acknowledging that that has been a fear of mine, that story kind of cannot repeat itself because I realized that that has been a story. It is history and it won't rep repeat itself. But it can only be that way as long as I don't fear it happening again. The same with everything. If you fear that you will fall back into being addicted to a form of substance, for example, that fear will itself produce the history to repeat itself. So if you have been drinking a lot of coffee and you stop drinking coffee and you walk around being anxious about you falling back into using coffee in the same way you used to do before, then the fear itself will cause you to eventually have so much pressure on yourself that you will break and you will be like, oh, I have to have the coffee. And then you will be back into the coffee and you feel really good about it. You're like, oh, I was wrong all the time. No, you weren't wrong trying to get rid of your addiction. You're actually more in your truth then. It's just that it's more comfortable to fight um, the feeling of you uh, fleeing from your truth by covering it up in a form of addictive pattern. And so we can also go back to, to the Stockholm Syndrome pod. If you listen to that one, it talks about addiction. The same as the T's talks about addiction, addictive behaviors, and how to relate to addictive behaviors. The T's is a really good pod if you want to listen to that, about how to relate to addictive mental states and addictive behaviors, because it's all about the behavior. It's all about how we treat uh, ourselves in the act of undertaking a certain um, repetitive behavior or, uh, that includes usually substances, people, or, or sometimes, sometimes it can be places too, but not that often, you know, people can be stuck on being somewhere as well or stuck on traveling or whatever. But anyway, uh, that's not my point. Uh, the whole thing is basically that the only way for history not to repeat itself is for you to acknowledge what is repeating itself. What has happened over and over and what have you not yet fully realized? That's the only way to uncover the myth, to reveal what is underneath the surface, to really be true and in tune to what is 
you. And what is not you is that which repeats itself, which wishes to cling to you or which you feel like you cling to. Because that's not true. Whatever we want to cling to is not true. It's not truly us. It's not truly God. You don't have to cling to anything that is God because God is you, is everywhere. It, 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 you, can't, you cannot separate yourself from God, no matter how much you try. However, all the other things that are not important, that does not empower you, uh, all the other things that really uh, disempowers you or brings you further away from your own source and your own truth and your tone, your frequency, your true natural state of being, all of that, that is easy actually to cut off. Uh, or to um, withdraw from, or to pull away from, or to the other way around, just um, dissect out of your life, you know? You know, some worms really needs to be dug out and just put in a different pot that's not yours, a pot where it actually belongs, because worms, they serve their purpose where it is rotten, and they can eat up the rotten things, and they can recuperate the earth. Um, if you do not have a rottening stuff around you, then don't keep worms around you either. I don't know where that came from, but it's probably serving somebody. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, with that being said, history cannot repeat itself as long as we maintain a status quo and an openness to look at the history, no matter how yucky or painful the situation has been. Uh, if we, on the other hand, do not stay aware and alert to all these different uh, things in our surroundings, even though it might look as though we are uh, suspicious or second-guessing, it is not. Be sure that it's really good for you to be questioning everything around you because to question is to actually check in with yourself. Check yourself before you fucking wreck yourself. Yeah? Just check in with yourself. Um, and in uh, that way, you're not being complacent either to, to allow things to rule you. In that way, you're actually taking charge. You, you're saying, hold up, wait a second. This feels a little bit funny. Let me check in with myself. If this is not correct, if I've seen this before, if this is a pattern repeating itself, I am not going to engage in it further. Or if it's, however, a pattern that is repeating itself that you haven't yet learned or recognized, but you uh, recognize that it's something repeating itself, you might want to actually investigate and what is really going on and see to all the details before you put it away. Because sometimes when we uh, want to extract something from our lives, uh, even though we're not done with it yet, it can come, ba come back in a boomerang effect. Like we're taking something up uh, and we're like, looking at it and we're like, no, this is not resonant. I don't want it in my life. Uh, I don't want it around me. And we throw it away as far as it goes away and as fast as we can and as hard as we can throw it. And then eventually it will like boomerang back and hit us in the head. And we're like, boom, ouch, okay, what the fuck hit me now? And you're like, oh, is that that thing? I thought I was done with it. Yeah? You recognize that? You thought you were done with it? You try to throw it away, try to cut it away, try to extract yourself from the situation or it from you. 
You can't do it that way. Not without really looking at it. Not without, if you don't understand it, if you don't get it, if you don't get the pattern, it will stay around until you do so. And the more you actually open up your eyes and your mind's eye and you really look at it without fear, with curiosity and with excitement to learn and and know that it cannot harm you as long as you are in charge of who's looking and who's investigating and who's doing the learning and teaching, then it will only benefit you to take a look at what's in front of you, what's what's in your hands, what, what do you have in your pockets, what do you have in your backpack, you know? It's just like house cleaning. That, that's what it is. It's house cleaning. And so history can come back and, and throw itself at you again if you don't make amends with it, if you don't make peace with your past. So that's what you got to do. Make peace with your past. You can't separate yourself from anything that you haven't made peace with yet. That's why we have ghosts, don't you think? It's not, like, usually people say, it's, let's go into the spirit world a little bit here with permission of my angels. Um, yeah, she's the nuts lady in the house or within the house. Okay, yeah, no, anyway. <sighs> um, the myth goes, the myth, the saying goes that 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 spirits lives on ghosts live on because they are confused and they are stuck in a four-dimensional plane and they cannot um, continue on in a multi-dimensional way uh, they cannot fulfill themselves or recreate themselves or uh, go back to source or um, reincarnate or whatever you know they can't because they are uh, not with peace they are um worried in some way or they are confused or scattered or fragmented well that is true but it's it's not it is true but it's not always uh, because of their own mistakes or fault right this is the case a lot of people um like say friends and family somebody dies and they can't let go of that person and they haven't mourned them or grieved them properly that energy of that person's soul and imprint will stay around and stick around everywhere you go. And you feel caught up. You feel like, oh my God, I can't get rid of the spirit or the feeling that the spirit is with me. And it can be for different purposes. Some people really want the somebody's spirits to stay around and for very selfish reasons. And, and I'm just saying that like, that is something, if you're doing that, um, p- please, uh, you know... that's not cool that's like keeping the the dead alive that's zombie mode that's not that's not nice that's not cool you know just release release whomever has passed on for the sake of of yourself but mainly for the sake of them you know for them to get peace because the more people that think about this person that has um passed or the thing that has passed um or the transition of the life uh theme or even timeline that has passed uh the more people that think about it and hasn't grieved it fully and hasn't mourned it and hasn't made peace with it the more it will actually stay around and stick around almost like um a poltergeist that's what it is a poltergeist it's like a memory fragment stuck in time space in a loop uh, just really confusing the f out of you, and um, 
the only way you can get rid of that is to make sure that you're at peace and with letting that go and so that thing or person or soul whatever it is can also move on and it's the same thing with your history because everything all all the things that we see today and all the things that we perceive to be in the future and perceive to be of the past they are all fragments of the now so if you still are stuck on something that has happened before it means that it's still irrelevant to your now and if you feel like you keep on repeating a story that is not relevant to your now it's probably because you're stuck in it some way it's stuck on you or you're stuck in it now make peace with that part of your past or future it can also be projected into future we can have ideals and illusions about the future that we want to be something or do something that really is not in our power uh, or the best for us or what even God has planned for us then the only thing we can do with that too is make peace with that and just really see what a jerk we are to ourselves just trying to feed ourselves with that shit when it's not true even though it feels good like in the moment in a long run it just dis- disempowers us so the best thing we can do is make peace with that too uh, in the now you find the peace in the here and now you find the peace this is where we are abundant. This is where we are empowered. This is where we are in charge. And this is where we are awake and aware and lucid. This is where we can be a witness and be beyond the witness, be completely in touch with God and with source and with love. And at the same time, actually be in charge of our life, of our direction, of our focus. And then with that kind of allowance and connection, you allow things to unfold. Just because you've set the intent on where you want to go and you have a knowing within that that's where you're going to go. Not because you imagine yourself being there. Or not because you're scared of something happening again. But because you know it's never going to happen again that way. And because you know that you will get where you want to be eventually. And that, my friends, is a matter of trust and self-reliance. It's self-reliance. How much do you truly trust yourself? And if you can't answer that, then at least answer or question, how much do you really doubt yourself? Second-guess yourself. There's no wrong answer in this. Only you know the answer. Only I know the answer to my to my questions. Um, that's the whole thing. That's the whole party. The party is that we're all individual stories of God. And that's the beautiful aspect of it. I love meeting you and hearing your stories. And, and your experiencing. And exchanging them with mine. And enriching our environment. And nourishing our environment. And empowering each other through our reflections. That's what I love to do. And then maybe you have a different meaning and motive for for why for why you love to to express yourself and why you love to indulge yourself in your surroundings, yeah. Um, but you cannot fully do that. Nobody can ever fully do that until we let go of the fear of that's holding us back, which is usually the fear of not getting what we want in the future, or the fear of something that has happened in the past most times than not trauma that it will happen again when you are done with that fear of something 
might happen again. Um, is that even correct English? <laughs> um, or something will not get to you. When you're done with that fear, you are at peace. You are at peace, you are at grace, you are at ease. You are in touch, you are in tune, you are you. Then you can be the true fool, you know, the fool card, the fool card in a turret. Then you can be the true fool. Because even though the fool in the classic uh, Red is Weight tarot deck, he's not looking down where he's stepping. So either you can be all in your mind and just take a leap and probably fall, and your dog will fall with you too. And you'll be like, ouch, that hurt. Now I have to go and redo that stuff. Or you can make it look effortless because it can be effortless. You don't even have to look where you're going because you know where you're going. You know where your next step is going. You know where the past is. You don't have a big baggage. He he has a little, a little what is it, like blanket wrapped up in something. It's it's like he is completely at peace and at ease and at grace with what is, yeah? Think about it. Okay, you guys, thank you for this. It's pouring out of me. Uh, thanks so much for listening. And um, yeah. I hope to see you soon again. And uh, yeah, make sure to to subscribe to to uh, to my website because um, you know it will benefit you if you feel like it resonates. And I will monthly. I will start my first new uh, list this October now coming up this after this weekend. And it will include some updates about my services and also some intuitive updates. Um, so we'll see how it will grow from there, yeah? Um, and this is really exciting to be sharing this with you because I've been in fear of sharing this with you. So it's empowering for me to be able to share this with you. And it's empowering for me to be met by you. So thank you for that, okay? Lots of love. Bye.